0: my wife and I argue, and it's always about the little things. She drives me crazy, and I just don't know what to do. How do I fix this in my marriage? Welcome to the Husband's Coach's Corner, the podcast that teaches husbands how to love their wife every day and become a better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, AKA the Husband Coach. Welcome back to the Husband Coach's Corner. We are now in season number two, and we're starting off this season with questions I have seen posted over the internet, uh, or they've been emailed to me. And of course, some of the questions are just the ones that I've asked myself, uh, in my reflection time and, and things of that sort. Now, uh, before we get too far into the episode, if you are eligible to like review, comment, all that good stuff on whatever platform you're listening to this episode on, please do it. It just helps this episode uh, land in the hands of people who are looking for this type of content. So if you find value in it, please give it a a like or a rating, uh, whatever it is that you can do on the platform you're listening. And if you are looking to get a journal that will help you learn how to see your wife and how to love your wife, then check the show notes by joining the email list. You get a free guide uh, that I use personally, and I have been updating it. I'm actually troubleshooting a few things inside of it before I release version two. So uh, in order to get that, you just got to be a part of the email list. And then I send that out to everyone. Uh, But for signing up, you get a free version of it and it comes to you uh, just as soon as you sign up. So Check that out. Now, getting into today's conversation, I do want to throw out you know just a few guidelines. One, small arguments they keep coming up, and you don't know why, and you're you're here trying to figure out how do I fix these small arguments. Um, and then two, these arguments drive you and your wife crazy, right? Uh, which is why you're looking for the fix. We typically don't try to fix something that is, you know, obviously not broken or whatever, um, or that doesn't drive us crazy in some sort of fashion. And, but really you're looking at this and you're like, there doesn't seem to be any end in sight. Well, let me be the first to tell you small arguments in marriage are inevitable and it's actually a sign of a good and healthy marriage. It is 100% okay to have a disagreement with your wife. You know, the Disney channel or, you know, Disney in general has made it out to be like, oh yeah, you get married and you live happily ever after. Uh, And that's great in the fairy tales, but in real life, that's not how it works because ever after, is not always happy. Life happens and and there are circumstances that we have to deal with. Some things we bring upon ourselves and other things just kind of happen as a circumstance of life. So you're going to run into these issues in your marriage and that's okay. These these little arguments that we're discussing today, right? Uh, It is okay. And we're going to come up with some ways of First, identifying what triggers these arguments. Second, we're going to talk about how you can respond when you're in the middle of these arguments, right? Uh, Because sometimes they just come up out of nowhere. You're driving down the road and you happen to look out the window and you see a female walking by, and your wife's like, oh, is she cute? And you're like, whoa, wait a minute, time out. Like, that's entrapment, Uh, you know, and if you're a sarcastic person, you'd be like, yeah, she's cute. Right. Uh, And sometimes you might be like, hey, no, no one is better looking than you. Uh, And however you respond to that, you know, obviously, you know, your wife. uh, And if you don't, then you should get to know your wife and how you should respond to her. But moral of the story, these arguments, they're, they're, that's a small one that can turn into a big one, you know, that's that. but you weren't having an argument uh, initially, and then out of nowhere, your wife asks you the question, and next thing you know, she's yelling at you and maybe smacking you upside the head, uh, and you're like, whoa, how did we just get here? We were just supposed to be going to the grocery store to pick up a, a gallon of milk or something, you know? And I say that because it has happened. Um, and I'll, I'll share that story a little bit later. Anyway, all right. It, it has happened to me. Um, and then we're going to wrap this all up in today's episode with our reflection questions. Uh, we are changing up the drills just a little bit. I'm going to give you some drills. Uh, as I was sitting down looking at season two, how do I want to approach the drills? Um, I think that there's some value in discussing them uh, in depth inside of the episode. So let's go ahead and just dive into the first one. How do we identify what triggers these small arguments? Uh, So here's what you're going to do. You're going to need to grab a sheet of paper. You don't have to do it right this second, but uh, when you're ready to analyze what triggers these small arguments, you're going to need something to write this down. Uh, Because for some reason, things stand out a lot more when you write it down and you can like highlight or circle or, you know, underline, whatever it is. Uh, But the first thing that you're going to write down is your most recent arguments. Uh, Only focus on two. I don't think you need more than two. Uh, You could go with three if you absolutely had to, uh, but definitely focus on two. And you need to, you can't focus on just one, all right? Um, you need to have two so you can contrast between them. Uh, and that'll happen naturally, all right? So after you've written down your argument, so one argument could be, uh, I, my wife and I argued because I didn't take the trash out and the house started to stink. Like, is that going to end your marriage? Probably not. You know, it's like, all right, hey, I'm gonna take the trash out, but your wife is obviously frustrated about this, and that led to some sort of yelling, and you know, uh, that that's what we're talking about today. I guess I should have clarified that these are small triggers that lead to some sort of uh, frustrating argument. That that's what we're talking about, all right. Um, so you didn't take the trash out, your wife is upset because now the house smells like trash. Uh, Are you going to get a divorce over that? I doubt it. Um, But is this something that we should analyze? Absolutely. And we'll talk about that. Uh, So write two of those types of arguments that you and your wife have. Write those down. Then you're going to write down what your wife said that stood out during those arguments. So write down uh, key, key words or phrases that you heard your wife say. All right. Uh, now if you literally like check out every time your wife starts yelling, um, then you're going to need to pay attention when we get to the, how do I respond to these arguments? But assuming you did not check out and you heard what your wife was saying, go ahead and write down those things that you heard her say that really stood out to you. All right. And then the last thing that you're going to write down, Underneath uh, what your wife said or to the side, however you want to organize your notes. There's no right or wrong way of this, right? Uh, just writing it down on a sheet of paper, but write down what you said during those arguments. It's important that you account for what you say. Most of the time when there is an escalation in An argument, it's typically from us, right? As the husband, as the man, um, we have a way of either bringing a sense of calm to our wife or a sense of frustration to our wife, Uh, and, and, you know, a gamut of things in between. But typically, the conversation elevates or escalates uh, when we say something stupid. Um, and it's not that you're stupid and it's not that, uh, the things that you think are stupid or anything like that, but we happen to just say things sometimes without filtering it. Like, okay, how will this be received by my wife? Now we're, we're right now just trying to identify triggers, but it's important that we understand what we say, because sometimes what we say may have been the trigger of the circumstance. Um, and a bonus thing that you should write down, write down, what did you do, right? Or what didn't you do? That Those, those are uh, kind of the same. Um, sometimes an argument is spun by what you did, and sometimes it's spun by what you didn't do. Um, it's an unmet need, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. But what you're going to do now that you have these three to four questions, uh, or or at least the answers to these three to four questions written down, we're going to analyze that information to see what could be the trigger in this circumstance. In many cases, uh, it will be the lack of something being done or not being met, as I've already mentioned. Uh, Take some time to really think about this. It may not be obvious at first. Sometimes you may have to take a day or two just to like unpack, like, okay, what keeps triggering these things? Now, if you're here in this episode, I'm sure you have an idea, uh, and that's okay because that gives you a place to start. Um, but you have to go and test your theory on those ideas. Uh, and we'll talk about that here in a second. So this is a, a great drill to do with your wife as well. I know that many of the things that I teach here on the husband coaches corner are very geared towards husbands, but look guys, my goal is to help you become more intimate and building confidence and trust in your marriage with your wife. Some of these drills are really universal. Uh, I just spend a lot of time fine tuning and, and focusing on husbands, but definitely you can do this drill with your wife. Um, and don't be afraid to share what, what's going on here. Right. Uh, because if you can't talk to your wife about the situations that are going on, uh, you're going to have a really challenging time in your marriage. So feel free to do this drill with your wife, uh, or you both do it separately and then you come together and talk about it. So there's that. Uh, now once you figure out what your trigger is, um, based off of the situations that you wrote down, all right, now you can actually do something about it. And this is where you have to take this theory. Like, okay, I think these are the triggers. My wife was upset about the house smelling bad because one, we don't like a stinky house. That's probably somewhere in there. Uh, but two, because she asked me to take the trash out potentially. Uh, and you know, in that conversation or in that argument, she'll probably say something like last night, I asked you to take the trash out. Uh, one of the things that comes up common in the relationship with my wife and I is the coffee pot constantly needing to be set early in the morning. Uh, we both wake up early, but she likes the way that I make coffee. Um, And it's not that she can't make coffee, it's that she expects me to set the coffee pot every night and I forget to set the coffee pot. Not going to lie. Sometimes I just, you know, it's like, all right, I'm ready to go to bed. I go upstairs, I get into bed, I go to sleep and the coffee pot isn't set. Now uh, it's usually like a microaggression, that response that I get from my wife. Uh, If you're not familiar with microaggressions, it's more like, hey, you know, it would be nice to have some coffee. (laughs) you know, and it's like, Oh, well, and I'll be honest. Sometimes my response is, uh, you know how to make coffee. So if you don't have it, that's your fault. Uh, that is not always the best response, but you know, when we're talking in the spirit of small arguments, that's typically where we like to go. Right. And we're going to get into how do I respond? Because I will explain why that's not the best response that you can give in this situation. Uh, especially if you are buying into what I told you earlier, which I hope you are, that we can bring peace or we can bring uh, frustration in our wives and we have that ability. It's it's actually kind of amazing. Now, I want to note that this drill can work for larger arguments, but the, the drill of the questions that we just asked uh, but today we're focusing on the smaller arguments, uh, like the examples that I gave, right? Uh, you left your clothes on the floor again is another one. That could be an argument in some houses. Uh, the unmet need there is probably cleanliness or organization, um, something that you probably already know about your wife, but if you don't, um, and I I, I do, uh, I guess I am making this argument or this, uh, podcast centered around your wife is triggering the argument, um, or at least your wife is bringing forth, uh, her disdain with your action, but this could be a vice versa thing. Maybe your wife left the clothes on the floor and you are arguing with your wife and how do you fix this? And, uh, the same thing applies you're going to ask the exact same questions. You're going to write down the exact same answers and you're going to go into the like the, the exact same thing applies. None of this really changes. Uh, you may have to change the way you view it. But overall, the same questions apply. All right. Um, and then or why won't you close the cabinets when you're done getting stuff out? That seems to have when my wife and I were younger in our marriage, we had a lot of that going on, uh, I was always going behind her, closing cabinets. And I remember slamming the cabinets sometimes uh, just to get her attention. Like, hey, look, I'm closing a cabinet for you again. Um, I don't know what it is about open cabinets that like trigger me. <laughs> I, I really need to analyze that. But if I walk in the kitchen and there's an open cabinet, um, I am moved to close the cabinet. Uh, and at times uh, I want to know who left the cabinet open, uh, because I want to tell that person to close the cabinet, but that's just me. I don't know. Maybe you, you feel the same way, but nonetheless, we now, I I know now how to better address that situation. It, It does not. Let me be very clear. Just because I know how to address the situation better does not mean that I always address the situation better because at times I am, you know, I'm a human, I have emotions and sometimes they do get the better of me. Um, However, today we are going to uh, assume that everyone is looking for the way of addressing the situation uh, before their emotions get the better of them. And when your emotions do get the better of you, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but uh, I just want to also put that disclaimer out. All right. So let's move into the, how do I respond to these arguments? Now, this is obviously going to be after you have already gone through the, like, you're driving along, your wife says, oh, she looks cute, doesn't she? And then you're in this circumstance, right? Uh, and you said something like, yeah, she does look cute. And now your wife is upset, right? Um, what do you do, right? Now, this is going to be tough for some of you out there. I'm not going to lie. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. You're going to have to have a humility check, all right? What does that mean? That means you're going to have to be accountable for what you said. So if you don't want to be held liable for saying something stupid, uh, don't say something stupid. Uh, Don't say the first thing that comes to your mind. In most cases, at least take a second or two to think about what's about what you're about to say. Uh, So you're not going to offend your wife or upset her because You know, in that situation, now my instant response is no one is more beautiful than you. That's my instant response. I don't even have to think about it when my wife plays the silly game like, oh, uh, what you looking at over there? Or, you know, she looks good or you think she's cute. No one looks more beautiful than you. And, you know, if she asks me the question, what are you looking at over there? I just look at her and I say, I'm just observing the world around me you know, and then she says, well, do you see something you like? And then I have look right at her and I'll be like, I'm looking right at the thing that I love. And that, I, you know, it sounds corny and cliche, but guys, if you want to diffuse a situation, there you go. You're welcome. That's like some James Bond tactics of, uh, situation defusal. Anyway. Um, in many of these small arguments, you're going to believe that your point is the most valid and it will be easy to dismiss your wife's feelings. Uh, and that's what I did with the coffee, right? My wife, she had the microaggression of, you know, it'd be nice to have some coffee. And then it's like, well, you don't have coffee cause you didn't make it. You, you know how to make coffee. Um, that is me dismissing her feeling. And I am not, uh, I am not meeting her at the unmet need. Um, it is kind of my responsibility to make coffee. So I will also offer up to you. If you are running into small arguments over things that are your responsibility, you have to take ownership of the portion that you failed at or that you lacked in. So like for me, it's my job to make the coffee or it's, it's like a, I didn't like sign up a, a paper saying I apply to be the coffee maker. Uh, but because I used to get up earlier than my wife every day, coffee was always made when she got up. So it just became that thing. So now that she's getting up earlier, um, she expects to have coffee when she gets up. And so that that's essentially what happened. Um, and we did discuss that and, Uh, I don't think that it was worth us having tension because all I have to do is put some coffee grinds inside of the filter and put a bucket of water or whatever, you know, uh, some water into the thing and hit a timer to go off at 430. So it's easy. But here's the deal. Here's what you don't want to do. Uh, You know, when you are. In these circumstances, what you don't want to do uh, or I'm sorry, you don't want to dismiss your wife's feelings. So instead, when an argument starts, be quiet and listen. That's it. Just be quiet and listen. Hear what your wife is saying and don't assume you know what she is saying. Because the truth is, we are often wrong. Now, you've heard me say this many times, and I am a uh, huge believer of sometimes you just got to repeat the things that make the most sense. This is one of those things that I have to repeat because it makes the most sense. You most likely will not agree with what your wife is saying, uh, at least initially, and maybe even never on this particular topic. So, your wife could go on and on. She could say some things, and you may not initially agree with what she's saying or ever agree with what she's saying. But here's the deal going back to bringing peace, the simple act of you hearing what your wife says and not cutting her off and not trying to be authoritative over the situation and not trying to be, you know, the most dominant person because your word is the law. you're going to bring a level of peace and security to the situation, even if your wife is yelling and screaming. And again, this can go into larger arguments, uh, but we're talking about the small ones. You can bring a level of peace just by hearing what she says and responding to her in love as opposed to sarcasm, because sarcasm uh, guys, if you're out there and you think sarcasm helps your marriage, you are sadly mistaken. Uh, even if you have a sarcastic wife and you use sarcasm, very rarely is, especially in arguments, like in conversation and passing, maybe you'll be fine. But if you guys are having a disagreement using sarcasm, uh, that can be another, you know, that's like a solvent, right? it only takes someone to perceive that the wrong way one time, or, you know, however, uh, just to perceive that the wrong way. And now you are in a deeper argument. And it's all because you said something stupid or sarcastic. So if you use sarcasm, uh, make sure that you're using it wisely. All right. Now, next thing that you have to do, when you are in these arguments is you got to check your emotions and make sure that your tone is not overly aggressive for the conversation that you guys are having i'll be honest i'm guilty of this one at times i get a little passionate and i get a little over uh aggressive with something simple like will you cut the excess mesh off of the mosquito net uh and you know, I put a mosquito net up outside so we can have a nice little covered porch or whatever. And I left some excess and my wife asked me to cut it because it was not aesthetically pleasing to her. And I did not feel like cutting it because I thought there was a functional uh, need to have a little bit of a tail on it. She did not agree with that. And I got a little bit more passionate with my response than I needed to. Uh, so I am guilty of this, you know, and I'll I'll be honest and transparent. But at the same time, uh, I know that. And now I take a little bit more time. Uh, I've gone back and made amends with my wife about that particular situation. So uh, now my wife and I uh, could have a small disagreement. And that is just the way that life happens, right? You're in it. And now you have to deal with it. All right. So here's the deal. If you are the person that gets way more sensitive and and, uh, you get like passionate when you start talking to your wife about disagreements, my recommendation to you is speak in small sentences. What does that mean? That means speak in broken phrases allowing time for your wife to process what it is that you're saying. And also it allows you time to think about what you are saying and how this is going to be perceived by your wife. You're observing her body language. If you can see her, because you, again, you want to bring peace. All right. Uh, Because if you're here and you're trying to minimize these arguments, you have to bring peace, right? So, and this is not me saying be passive or be a pushover that in, if you are getting that message out of this podcast, uh, I want you to one, uh, I want it to be clear that that is not what I'm saying. And two, if you need deeper clarification, please send me an email. Uh, we can set up a one-on-one. I don't want you to think that I'm saying be passive, uh, during these arguments and, and be a pushover. Uh, I actually want you to be an active engager in the conversation, but bringing a sense of structure and security and comfort for your wife, because at the end of the day, she's still your wife. You need to love her. You need to nurture her. You need to, you need to hold on to her, right? You need to protect her. And if she doesn't feel that sense of comfort or protection from you, She will go find it in other ways. So in the small arguments, this is an opportunity, man, guys, this is an opportunity for you to build that up in your wife. All right. To build up that sense of confidence and security. So use it wisely. All right. Now, um, small sentences. So that way your wife can gather what it is that you're saying. You can think about what you're saying. All right. This takes away the rambling, which, you know, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know I can ramble. uh, Or soapboxing, which, if I feel very, very passionate, then I really start to like get on a soapbox and kind of preach to my wife, right? That is not uh, what you want to do in these arguments. You don't want to take over the argument. All right. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. Uh, And then you want to be able to get to a point where you can agree to disagree. This is a really, really good place to get, uh, because unfortunately, we're not always going to agree with our wives. Opposites do attract. And at times you will not be able to see eye to eye on certain things. That's just the way it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, unless of course it goes against like some of the values that you guys have in your marriage and, and things of that sort, in which case you really do need to work that out. But most of the time, you know, like the cabinets, my wife, if she, she does not really have the same disdain with cabinets being left open. If she sees that there's a cabinet left open Then, and she knows that I'm about to walk into the kitchen, she'll close the cabinet. And I don't have to say anything about it. Uh, She, you know, I guess what I'm getting at here is she acknowledges that there's something that bothers me. And she knows that there's something she can do to fix it. Uh, So she does it when she has the opportunity to do it. However, I, on the other hand, when I see that happen, I could be like, oh, yeah, see, you left the cabinet open again. Uh, Or I could just say thank you. Which one do you think is going to win her confidence and trust? Uh, I will guarantee by me saying thank you or uh, I love you or, you know, something where I acknowledge that she's doing something to Uh, make things a little bit uh, less stressful for me. Yeah. You, I I think you get the point. I'm not going to keep driving that home. You get the point. Moral of the story, get to a point where you can agree to disagree. My wife does not care about cabins being open or closed, but she knows that I do. And she does something uh, to help with my anxiety or my whatever on open cabins. Now, The last thing that I'll mention about how do you respond when an argument arises during this entire process of the argument, do not set out to win the argument. Do not set out to win the argument. If you win the argument, you probably lost a relationship, All right? You're not there to win the argument that 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 is a terrible mindset, right? It should not be a, we're having an argument and I want you to see things my way. And your wife should also be in the same category of, we're having an argument and I want you to see things my way. Uh, what it should be is we're having an argument and I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Not that I'm trying to change your mind, which in some cases, you know, because then that's a debate. Um, which that's fine. If you want to debate things, you know, present your case and, uh, go line by line and say, okay, this is a better solution. That's sometimes where you have to be. You know, if it's like, Hey, uh, we're going to have a dinner party. What's the menu. And you want steak, potatoes, and, and vegetables, and she wants salad and lasagna, Uh, then yeah, maybe you guys are going to have to have a conversation and debate which one is the most feasible for the dinner party. I don't know. Moral of the story in an argument where there is a natural disagreement and emotions are flying. Don't set out to win. All right. Instead, set out to understand, learn to hear your wife and identify what triggered the argument in the first place. Responding with words instantly. This is actually a really bad thing in our culture. We feel like we have to respond as soon as there's a circumstance that triggers a response. And that's that's not true. We do not have to respond immediately. We do need to respond. And I've talked about this in, in my How Should Husbands Manage Conflict episode uh, so you're probably already familiar with with some of what I'm saying, but we do not need to respond instantly. we should respond efficiently, effectively, and lovingly all right uh, now, what you should be learning uh, again is to identify what triggered the argument in the first place uh, and ask yourself, was it something you said? did or didn't do that triggered this argument? And then, did you intend to start the argument? You know, this is a good opportunity for you to identify, did I intend to start an argument today? Uh, Or was this just a happenstance of miscommunication? Because that's typically where these small arguments come from. You miscommunicate something or you say something, something slips out of your mouth that... You should have filtered a little bit better, uh, and now you are placed in a a situation where you have to have this conversation. Look, if that's the case, then just own up to that, all right? If you intended to, or if you did not intend to start an argument, then you have to make it clear, hey, look, I did not mean to start this argument. Uh, Here's actually what I was trying to get across, all right? Even if your wife doesn't receive that message instantly, the moral of the story is you did try to clarify it and that gives her a sense of, oh yeah, he is trying to clarify it. So that, that should be worth something there. All right, now moving into our final point of today's episode, uh, we want to reflect on the argument and our wife's position in contrast to our own. Now I've mentioned before that it's important to have some alone time to go and reflect on your thoughts. We don't do this enough as men in general. You know, I think that there are certain men who have like high performance habits and things of that sort that they spend time reflecting on their own thoughts and Uh, you know, their wins or losses or opportunities, all those things. But most of the time in our marriage, we don't really spend time thinking on our thoughts. So if that's not something that you do, I recommend that you find 30 minutes in the day that you can sit in a space that's quiet or, you know, by yourself, whatever. uh, And just really think like, okay, where am I going in life as a man? where am I taking my family as a leader? Uh, And how is my relationship uh, compared to where it was last month, six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, whatever you want to use. And there's no right or wrong answer to this, by the way. This is just an opportunity for you to say, okay, things are going the way I anticipated or they're not going the way I anticipated. And now there's an opportunity for me like once you identify the problem and sometimes identifying the problem can be scary because that means you actually have to do something or own up to something. But once you identify it, then you can develop an action plan. And that's what we're going to do here today. So the small arguments, they tug at a larger problem, right? And that larger problem is that unmet need and sometimes that unmet need can be a very simple thing that you can meet. And sometimes it can be a very difficult thing that you may not be equipped fully to meet uh, either because you don't see eye to eye on the circumstance um, or you just don't understand how deep that goes with your wife. Right. So if you do well, however, with responding and recovering from small arguments uh in in your marriage you know it can grow and the intimacy can get even deeper and that's the important uh or the importance of reflection time so during your reflection time here's what i want you to think about uh and you don't have to do all of these questions but i want you to ask yourself some of these questions and uh there may even be a good opportunity to just write some of this down as you ask the the question. All right. So the first one, did I make an attempt to win the argument? We just talked about that. Uh, You don't want to win the argument. All right. If you were making an attempt to win the argument, then you probably were trying to sell your wife that you're right and she's wrong. Uh, And when there's an argument going on, your wife doesn't want to hear that she's wrong. Uh, in fact, you're better off not even bringing up the fact that she's wrong, just address what's going on and then ask her what it is that you would like to see happen in the future. All right. Uh, the second question, what did my wife say during this argument? This is where I told you stop talking and listen. Don't be quick to respond, be quick to listen, and you will hear what your wife is saying. You may not understand everything, which leads us into the third question. What did she mean? Now, if you don't know, like you're sitting there and you're like racking your brain, you're like, okay, she said this, and I don't know what that means. If you ask yourself that question, or if you answer it and you're like, I don't know what that means. That says, I need to go talk to my wife because there's something going on that I don't fully have an understanding or an appreciation of. So then you go and talk to her, and that's why it's important. What did she mean? All right. Uh, The fourth question Were my emotions in check during this argument? You have to ask yourself this question Were my emotions in check during the argument? Because if the answer to that is no, then that means your argument or, or your emotions need to be uh, really centered and glued in. All right. So just reflect on that. Number five, could I have handled this differently? Now, that's a self-explanatory question. Uh, but what you really want to focus on here is, could I have handled the my emotions differently? Could I have handled the initial trigger differently? Could I have handled my response differently, Uh, meaning my verbal response, not necessarily the emotional response or my body language? Maybe that could have triggered it even further, right? Uh, Because we do communicate verbal and nonverbal. So how, how could I have responded to this differently? All right. Number six, does my wife have a valid point that I can adopt? This is a level of humility, right? It's like, okay, I've heard the argument. Is my wife right on this? Or is there a way that I can meet her where she needs me to meet her to a point that we can be successful together? That is that is a very hard one uh, for some people to keep up with. All right. But When you humble yourself and you ask yourself this question, does my wife have a valid point that I can adopt? You will probably find that there is some level of validity to what she's saying, and then you can adopt it and try it out. And if it doesn't work, then that's when you and your wife can really come back and and talk that over, right? Uh, And then the last question that I have for you that you can ask yourself during your reflection time is... How can I close the loop with my wife on this topic? Now, obviously, this is probably after you have asked yourself the first six questions you want to ask yourself. Okay. And this is probably the one question that I would say is an enduring question. You always want to ask yourself this at the end of your reflection time when you are looking at an argument. How can I close the loop with my wife on this on a topic Uh, or even if it's not an argument, this is a great question. I ask myself this every single day, you know, like, okay, how can I bring value to my wife? How can I bring uh, value to our marriage? And then if there's something that my wife has brought up as a concern, then it's like, okay, let me think about that. All right. How can I close the loop with my wife on this? And, you know, it's not like I spend hours thinking about this in deep thought. Uh, Again, I I have time in the morning when I wake up and uh, and I'm preparing for podcast episodes, things like that. Uh, Or even when I'm getting ready for work, uh, because I don't have to write down all of this stuff, right? Sometimes I do like to jot down notes uh, and I use my wife journal for that. Sign up in the email uh, list in the show notes below. You'll get a free copy of it. Uh, Shameless plug there. But I also like to just let my thoughts come to me. And if something strikes me as like, aha, then I will take my phone out and I'll put it into my iPhone notes or, uh, my Google, uh, docs or whatever note taking app that I have available, or I'll write it down on a piece of paper. Um, and then consolidate that later into my wife journal, but moral of the story is I always ask myself question number seven when I am at the end of my reflection time or somewhere in my reflection time, I should say. So hopefully those questions help you out. So let's go ahead and wrap this all up. All right. Uh, Again, this episode was to this episode may take some time to unpack a little bit further. All right. I understand that Arguments, they're sensitive and they're not always easy and you're not always confident like, am I in a small argument? Am I in a big argument? Arguments, they can take some getting used to and some time to to really build up. But uh, now that you have the information, it's time for you to go and really sit with it. Sit with this in your reflection time uh, and start with the first drill of writing out the three questions about the trigger. Then... Move yourself into, okay, how do I respond to my wife whenever we're in these circumstances? Uh, because that matters, right? How do I respond to my wife? What are my actions? Um, and then the third point is back in your reflection time. All right, we've had this argument. This is what my wife was saying. This is what I think I was trying to say. The And Uh, I was not trying to win the argument, I was able to figure out what I could have done differently, and then how do I take this back to my wife and close out the conversation? That's very important, all right. So, once you have all that, you can go, and I think you are better equipped with dealing with small arguments. This is not going to make you an expert, and you don't have to be an expert, I think. Uh, that's very important. You don't have to be an expert to be a loving husband. All you have to do is meet your wife where she is, love her. And that is exactly what I teach here at the husband coaches corner. So if you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and, you know, do all the rating that you can do. Share this with a friend. If there's someone that you think would benefit from hearing this message. So until next time, what I want you guys to do is find a way to love your wife every day. Peace.